0: So that's why boundaries are needed and you cannot wait for other people to notice. You got to speak up yourself. Because also people can't read your mind. And I know we want them to. Especially as fawns, because we've been made to read other people's minds and read other people so much. But we can't. And... You can be angry at that. You can be angry at other people's um, um, se- non-self-awareness. You Trust me when I say you can be angry at the irrational things too. You can be angry at the fact that other people did not fawn for you, even though fawning is wrong and it's a whole trauma response. Yep. Yeah absolutely you can be mad at that you know what let me stay on script because but I'll get into that that's definitely coming up later don't worry (laughs) but ultimately we need these boundaries we're allowed to have them and we need to know that we're allowed to have them but also we have to feel for our inner child because it is their anger You know, and they deserve to feel their anger. We have to. We have to allow them to feel the anger they should have been feeling all along. And you deserve to be angry at the fact that you haven't been feeling your anger all along because you have not felt safe to. You're allowed to be angry at the fact that you had these limitations in your life. That you felt like you could not be yourself and do as, as you were supposed to, you know? You can be angry at the fact that your life was not healthy, that your childhood was not healthy. You can. There's no statutes or limitations on your anger, let me tell you that right now. We have to allow them to be angry that they were forced into unequal compromises based on who they are based on who they were you know and who we get to who we got to be based on what other people wanted and other people's preferences and we have to be mad we get to be mad at the fact that when we were younger these people who seemed so domineering, so authoritative, and their word was law, we get to be mad and we have to be mad at the fact that we realize when we grow up, what was, what seems so solid and what seems so solidified as right, as being right, as rule, was actually just someone's preferences that they just forced onto us you get to be mad at that those are one of the small you know semantic things that you get to discover and uncover within yourself and you get to be mad at because for a lot of us we thought it was rule you know We thought it was solid. We thought it was something solidified. And then we grow up and we realize, no, it's just what someone preferred us to be. (laughs) And like, honestly, expanding outward, we get to be mad at society for that too. For presenting these, like, all of these constructs and rules as law when It's really not. It's really all theoretical. And the only thing that's keeping us doing it is fear and shame. Yeah, that's something we get to be mad at too. But let's stay on track, child. But you get to be mad at the fact that all of this happened. All to keep your friends around. And you get to be mad at the fact that You had people in your life that were so fickle and so weak that they needed you to listen to everything they said in order to stay. You get to be mad at that too. You get to be mad at the fact that in order for you to be comfortable around your parents another person, a group of people you needed to do exactly what they said and how they said it and that they were so weak Mm -hmm. that they were so weak that they needed that you get to be mad at the fact that you were left in the presence of someone weak enough to manipulate a child yeah Listen, these are the things that you get to be mad at. These are the things that you will be mad at. <laughs> Quite frankly, yeah. And so when you journal, when some of us have therapists, when you talk about it with your therapist, when you go over it within yourself, when you do your video diary, you know, your notes app, um, um, excuse me, your voice memo, diary wherever you can get your feelings out and however you do you get to voice and name these ira- quote-unquote irrational um irrational angers irrational things to be angry about because it's only you who's gonna judge you and keep in mind it's a childlike mind You know, this is your child mind. This is your inner child. It don't always got to be logical. Children aren't always logical. (laughs) Or it don't always have to be not logical because I want to get away from naming logic as mature and emotions as immature because it's not. And I'll do a whole other episode about that, but I really want to stay on track. It's that our emotions are stunted. And so we are emotional like a child. You know, our emotions are of a childlike nature because our development was stunted. So yeah, you got to get into those irrational angers within you and voice them and not feel silly for it. And this is why it's a process. This is why I won't take one journaling session. And and you shouldn't want it to because that's way too much energy to move in one session, honey. But you get to be mad at the fact that you had to do all those things. You had to go through trauma and abandon yourself. All to keep others happy. You know, all to keep your parents happy. All to keep your teachers, your siblings happy. You know, happy, and that you feel all of this responsibility for others based on your own behavior. You know, you get to be mad at the fact that your behavior was not yours and has not just been yours, but it's been a reflection of other people. It's been other people taking responsibility for it. And that's inappropriate, yes, even for your parents, because you're being. Should be yours. It should not be based on another person. And that type of thinking is how other people feel... Um, What is the word? Entitled. Yep. Entitled to controlling you into something that they would prefer. And you get to be mad at that. You get to be mad at the fact that you didn't know some of this or any of this information before you started listening to this. Get angry. It's your right. It's your birthright. We need to feel angry for all of this pressure and responsibility put on us that made us crumble and be a whole different person outside of ourselves. We need to feel angry that we had to behave this certain way or else there would be danger. We need to be mad at the fact that we felt abandoned and betrayed by other people if we did not comply. And so we directed that to ourselves and didn't even know we were doing it at the time. We need to be mad at the fact that as a child, we had to make this hard decision in the first place. You need to be mad at all the energy and care and concern you sent to other people that were not sending it back to you and didn't even have the self-awareness to notice their hand in all of this. You get to be mad at other people's cluelessness, yep. And definitely, like I said, don't be mad at yourself because you are a child. And don't be mad at the fact that you may be like this. Well, you are like this now. Because, like I said, it's trauma. Trauma stunts our growth. It's not your fault, and you don't deserve to have that anger directed at you. You know? like I said don't fall into that pit because that's a distraction listen you'll be surprised at the way our ego distracts us honey Because think about it like this. These people were people that we were afraid to be mad at in general and show our anger and show our power. And so we may still resist being mad at these people and direct that energy, that anger to ourselves because it's easier. And because it was so easy for them to be angry with us, to be mad at us, to be dissatisfied in some way with us to not accept us. And so it may be easy for us to do that as well because we mirror them, but also because of ego distraction. And so you're allowed to be mad at these people, no matter how far removed they are from your life, no matter how deep in the past they are, you're allowed like I said, there's no statues of limitation or anger, on emotions, honey. Because our emotions stay within us for years. And you can, as you can see, as to why inner child healing is even a thing. <laughs> because like, also, this ain't no Hallmark movie. This ain't Lifetime. No, it's not no feel-good Disney movie. And you do not have to follow the archetype of a written story. The arc of it. This is reality. And in reality, in human reality, sometimes anger and emotions resurface. And so don't let anyone manipulate you or tell you that you don't deserve to be mad at something that happened so long ago and that you have to forgive or you have to do this and that and that you have to forgive because so much time has passed and that you don't get to bring it up now because you didn't bring it up in the moment. You was a child. Listen, there are people that will use any excuse in the book to take that discomfort that they feel the blame and redirect it somewhere else. And if you quote unquote fall for it, because this is a vulnerable, you know, we're still vulnerable to conflict. You deserve to be mad at the fat at that too. You get to be mad at your parents, of course, like for the rest of your life. It's a given because <laughs> they damn sure was mad at you for a lot of your life. So they're overdue for some anger and you're mad. You're, you're, you're able to be mad at your parents for not letting you cry, not letting you be angry and taking your anger and your emotions so personally that they felt the need to extinguish them you are allowed to be mad at the fact that your parents did not allow you to protect yourself you're allowed to be mad that they made you feel so helpless you're allowed to be mad that they did not allow you to utilize your natural sword and shield to keep danger away You're allowed to be mad at the fact that they were the danger. You're allowed to be mad at the fact that while being the danger, they made you throw away your protection simply because it did not work for them. It was not their preference of how a child should be. While being the danger, they took away your protections and then proceeded to hold your arms back and restrain your legs Anytime you had any type of conflict in their presence, because it was not polite for children to protect themselves, be uncomfortable, voice that discomfort and to have boundaries. You're allowed to be mad at that. They made you give up your protection and then didn't even take on the job of protecting you. And so you felt helpless on top of the helplessness of fawning. And then you felt overall scared. That's why fawning and anxiety go so hand in hand. Because for a lot of us, we grew up just scared. And child, for a lot, of girls for a lot of people of color and especially for a lot of black women we're allowed to be mad number 1 and we're allowed to be mad at the fact that our anxiety was not noticed and was just treated and recognized as attitude we're allowed to be mad at the fact that we were not treated gently And our emotions were not recognized for what they were. Child, I could go into that for days. (sighs) All in all, this is why we're allowed to be mad. Because we need that that anger to uproot. So that, number one, we can feel it because we're entitled to it. You know, our our anger is our power. And we deserve to be reconnected with that power. But also, underneath that anger are our wounds that need to be healed. Because for a lot of us, we have this These inner beliefs and narratives ultimately connected to fawning that told us that we don't deserve and won't get love if we are angry, if we present as angry, that we will be isolated from if we dared go against the grain, if we dared. Be angry, show discomfort, try to enact boundaries, and that we don't deserve care if we're angry we don't deserve to be treated gently and softly and that we only deserve isolation and rejection and all of these negative things that coincide with the wide belief that anger is bad or low vibrational and should not be respected and treated as divine or taken seriously especially in children and so we may turn to shaming ourselves for being angry For the times we chose and choose now to protect ourselves and it came out awkward or whatever, we may shame ourselves for the level of anger that we have now, for the anxiety that we have now, for all the things that we mistake as um, that are symptoms of fawning, you know, that we mistake as other things and what they are. That shame is just misguided anger that you are not allowed to have at one point. And you may be attempting with your adult brain to put your anger in a box of logic to make it make sense, but you can't do that. You need to let yourself just go off the rails and just feel, feel that anger and don't try to rationalize it. You know, connect with the things that don't make sense, but that you're still mad at, you know, because that's your right. And nobody deserves to tell you how to be angry. You figure that out on your own like you should have been able to because it's in all of these little nooks and crannies that you will really find your true self. And that people find their true selves as they grow, as they develop emotionally, that we were robbed of. You know, you can smooth out the edges later. So use your anger to find out who you really are past submitting to other people and their opinions. Past keeping the peace and being so concerned with the peace and other people's peace and not our own past people-pleasing, past not standing up for ourselves, past routinely giving up our anger and our power all the time and thinking that it's something even to bargain and and being told and being taught that it is. You know, know that it's not anymore and let your inner child know that you're cutting it. (laughs) You're cutting this crap out. And that it will never, ever happen again. And see how your life changes. See how your trust for yourself changes. See how you're able to take control of your life because you're so trusting of yourself. In all of this work, in keeping your power, utilizing it, trusting yourself, your whole personality can change. You'll realize that this thing that you may have accepted is actually, wild, disrespectful <laughs> to your power, and it makes you angry. And that could change the whole course of your humor, of your patience, of your tolerance, of what you consider to be good or bad, and what you consider or the, the character traits that you consider to be good or bad in a person. That could change you. And it could also change who you decide to keep around you and who you decide to spend more or less time around. You know, who you feel you need to protect yourself from and who actually makes you feel safe. So that's what I mean when I say your anger is your power and your protection because It allows you to take control of your life and delegate who gets to stay and who needs to change and what needs to change and how you need to change and who needs to go. We didn't have that when we were younger and that was wrong. And because of this happening, we felt scared and anxious and confused all the time. Personal anecdote, as a child... I was angry all of the time. You know, everyone told me that I had an attitude. I was that little black girl, yeah. And that I needed to fix it. It turns out, through reflection and inner child healing, I realized that I was actually scared. A very scared child, a very anxious child. And it came out as defensiveness and always feeling that I needed to fight because I did not feel protected I did not feel safe and I did not feel like anyone had my back and respected my emotions and would back me up and I felt that I could not give that to myself so I felt truly alone I was always bypassing my emotions because I learned that from my parents. I learned that from the people around me that my emotions didn't matter and that my safety didn't matter when it came to the good of the group and when it came to keeping the peace. And so that is a literal manifestation of how fawning... And being scared and anxiety is and can be classified as something else entirely and then punished. (laughs) That just made me angry. And I want to also say before I go for all of my hotheads and irritable people and anxious people out there. Confronting your anger in an accepting and ultimately loving way that you never got as a child will help you realize that you may actually not be a mad person or have an attitude. You may just be scared and trying to protect yourself. So here's to being angry. Here's to utilizing our anger, our anger being ours. Here's to being irritated. Here's to being annoyed. You know, here's to being uncomfortable visibly, outwardly, and showing it and voicing it and defending it and standing up for it and defending ourselves and our right to be exactly who we are in the state that we are in any given moment, especially when we're angry and still being loved on, and still being cared for, and still being connected to by people who actually love us, but also by the one person that we desperately needed from, which is ourselves. Thank y'all. I hope that this episode was as healing to hear as it was as healing for me to realize and go through and actually write this script. I love y'all. Happy Sunday and happy December. (laughs) I'll see y'all. Y'all will hear me in the next one. Bye.